Hello, OrdaFest listeners, and welcome to the OrdaFest podcast. It's our 50th episode. Holy crap. Yay, Yay. we did the thing. Uh, over, what is this, like almost two and a half years? No, not two and a half years, like two years? It's like two years now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Jay. I'm Alfred. And I'm Jess. And we're here to talk to you about a bunch of stuff, I guess. A bunch of stuff. <laughs> a bunch of stuff. We, there was no there was no prevailing super strong topic, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I, we, well, I kind of burnt myself out like right before the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alfred got very animated. It's okay. Okay. Uh, before we get into any of that stuff, though, uh, we'd want to thank uh, the Casting Call Club and the Camera Store for being sponsors for this episode. Yay! And for um, Camera Store, I know you guys have heard about it before, um, but... They're a great little local company. We'll tell you a little bit more about them. And Cast and Call Club is this really cool website that basically brings together a bunch of, uh, I think most of the time it's amateur uh, voice actors who are trying to get into the industry and they get lessons, they get like sessions and stuff like that. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, after that, uh, we've got news and announcements. So what's up, Alfred? Okay, we got several performance guest announcements. Please welcome Orbis, a live orchestra performing pop culture songs. Yosaka, or yo, yo, sorry, Yosoka. Yosoka. Yosoka, a dance group that performs the Japanese traditional yet modern and authentic dance called Yosakoi Soran. I hope I said that right. Yosakoi Soran. And welcome back to SCT's Sinatra Chaos Theater, bringing back their geeky brand of improv. And DJ Johnny Nova, who will headline this year's dance party, and Midnight Taiko, who will be drumming away on Stephen Avenue. We haven't had Midnight Taiko in... Two years. Two years. Since we've moved Since to the we TCC. Since we moved to the yeah. TCC. Because so it's, it's, we haven't had an outdoor space before, but this year we do have Stephen Avenue. Yes, we do. Yeah. So they're so. going to be out there. And it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, Taiko drumming will be pretty awesome. Uh, it always is, but I mean, it's like, again, it's been a long time. I'm actually super looking forward to having them back. Yeah. I miss them. Okay. Odafest's official online program and schedule will be released on April 10th. The online schedule lets you plan your weekend and save the events you want to attend. Like our Facebook page for the announcement and link at Odafest, at facebook.com slash Odafest. Yeah. The actual schedule, sorry just to interrupt, but the actual schedule when it's up will be at Odafest.com slash schedule. So. Right. And we'll be at Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo at the end of this month. Come visit our booth and you'll have a chance to play some of our booth games for prizes. That was very popular last year. Yeah. Uh, also, you can buy your OdaFest 2018 pass in cash at the booth. You can buy your OdaFest 2018 pass in cash. Buy it in cash. Buy it in cash. Buy your pass. <laughs> buy your pass. Buy your pass. Buy your pass. I'm sorry, Alfred. What was that? Buy your pass. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. Nice. Buy your pass. Uh, yeah. Um... I guess, like, starting off to talk about, like, Calgary Expo, because it's the next big event that's coming mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. Uh, right before ours, basically. Uh, things have changed for them. Mm-hmm. We've talked a little bit about that before, where they have been, uh, they're, they're owned by someone else now. They're not just Calgary mm-hmm. Expo anymore, mm-hmm. right? So well, they, no, they, uh, they partnered, I think. They, they still are of control uh, of the brand and stuff. I think that whoever, I, I, partnership would imply that they have very equal say, I, like, the, the, oh, you disagree? Or the okay, fan ex- well. I think the Fan Expo, like it's Fan Expo, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. have bought them, and basically Same Fan company Expo. Out I Toronto. think yeah. it feels like they have a more controlling stake. Okay, okay. well, it's all like maybe it's like sixty forty or like even. 50 I'm not sure, but, but like, well, either way, it's uh, uh, seems to be working out for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be pretty interesting. They brought in quite a few names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys planning on going? You think, or like maybe one day to. Uh, or I in a booth or anything like that might just to get an autograph or something, but that's about it. Like I have my Star Wars poster that's been signed by like two people mm-hmm. so far. I'm not trying to get a third. Uh, okay, it, so yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I yeah. might like help out at the or at like a booth or whatever, but I don't generally. I'm not like super big on cons. Cons in general. Yay, the only too. person I might go to see is Jennifer Morrison. She I was, don't uh, know who that is. She, oh, was, from, she, she was, was from House is why I know her. Yeah, she's oh. on House MD. She yeah. was... In Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. yeah I she's... don't know that one either. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I don't know House, yeah. but... I don't, partic- I don't generally... Uh, I'm not a big enough fan of any one celebrity to like go out of my way yeah. to kind of get an autograph or anything. Yeah, but I, I don't know. If... I'm not... like I, I don't... That That's... one person for me was Carrie Fisher, and I actually mm. got her autograph so, yeah. before, before the tragedy happened. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt good about that. I think <clears throat> the only person that I want to see, but it's not even like I want to get an autograph or a photo. I just want to verify that they're a real person and not like an invention of like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, of oh, Hollywood okay. for the past. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is just like yeah. I want to make sure that 
his real. I don't need to touch him or anything like I don't that. Need I just to feel touch like him. he's actual. Oh, he's I, an actual I assure person. you, I think he, I, I think he's real. It's just that he's he doesn't seem real. No, he doesn't. He kind of like occupies a, this weird space, like a David Bowie type character. Oh or yeah, something. sort of like he's a like he's not necessarily like larger than life, but he's just like he's not your typical Hollywood no uh, star. Right? No, he's mm-hmm. been on like a bit of a like Renaissance. No, not a Renaissance. Just well, like he was always relevant on the internet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like as a meme and stuff. Right. But I mean, uh, he was like, he's been undergoing like a bit of a, like a media blitz lately just because he went straight from promoting Thor into promoting Isle of Dogs. And then now he's promoting a Jurassic Park video game. But that's what I mean. Like oh, he's, got, he? yeah. he's got, he's got, that's what I'm saying is like, he has a little renaissance in the sense that like, I can't, yeah. other than, uh, other than what he's been in like really recently, like Thor Ragnarok, for example, mm. I can't think of like uh, nothing pops into mind immediately for something he did between like 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 jurassic park lost world and up to now i think like the internet's just uh i don't want to say like blew him up kind of thing but like because of the meme from jurassic park he doesn't have to do anything in order to remain a star kind of thing no the internet keeps him relevant yeah but i don't know the last couple of interviews have been really great like GameSpot made him quote video game characters which was hilarious really and uh, i think ign made him do the entire monologue for like steam tams from the simpsons oh oh which is like yeah hilarious yeah <laughs> it is. yeah that's yeah. steam him that's what my that's not smoke them. that's steam it's coming from my oven <laughs> the steam yeah. clams that we're about to have mm, steam yeah. clams <laughs> yeah um i don't know like it well you could say that a lot of like about the internet like kind of reviving stars or like yeah. um what, what's the name of the mummy actor uh brendan fraser brendan fraser right mm. yep. he's there was like a whole thing about like where's Brendan Fraser? Like he was right, yeah. in all these movies. Well, back he, in like the early 2000s. he was not getting jobs for a very different reason than Jeff Goldblum. For yes, instance, so but I think it was just like a the idea of relevance is is yeah, I guess so. like it's interesting that you know you can have social media be like, hey, where's this one guy that I know is famous mm-hmm. for something, mm-hmm. and now they're completely gone. I have yeah. to say, like the only reason I know some actors' faces or names at all. Is because of the memes. internet. I haven't like I don't think I've seen a single thing with Brendan Fraser in it, but I know who he is. Mm-hmm. You've never, you've never, you don't think you've ever seen a Brendan Fraser movie? I don't think so. You never seen The Mummy? No. You've never seen George of the Jungle? Not You're doing yourself a disservice by not watching The Mummy, especially if you like Uncharted. Like, oh, that's like true. Game. Yeah, it's mm, basically yeah. people are saying, "Oh, let's make an Uncharted movie." It, one exists. It's The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll check it out then. Yeah, it's good. You mean it's not the one with uh, Tom Cruise? <laughs> That got like destroyed. We don't. <laughs> yep. We don't speak. About I can't that. believe that was an idea that Universal had was to revive this like bad well, franchise. Yeah, like a bad. It's, it's not. It's not a. It's not a viable franchise. No, right? it's not. It's like it needs to have some sort of like establishing thing. Like they're okay. probably just assuming that because Tom Cruise is in it that it could carry the whole movie. Well, no, I don't think so. Tom Cruise is only really relevant in like freaking was it Mission Impossible right now. Yeah, but, but that's, and there's another one. There's like it's like the sixth or seventh freaking movie. I yeah. can't. I have not watched a Mission Impossible since the second one. But I think I like I've, I've said before that I'm bad at watching movies anyway. So it's yeah. like yeah. I can't stick for long with long uh, movie franchises because it's like I have not watched uh, Fast and Furious past the second one either. Mm. Yeah, and they're on like eight now. Well, I watched um, what was it? Uh, Fast Five, which was pretty good. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm yeah. s- I'm sure they're entertaining. I just uh, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Yeah, and and there's great like like internet content for it. like there's lots of memes for like when the Rock is talking about like I don't know something about like dessert and like there's there's like good lines in in, in there to be taken. Oh. It's entertaining and stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like he's yes, like, I know. Oh, yeah. he 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 he's asking like one of his crew guys for like the news. Yeah, yeah, and... no. Well, I mean, he's just a funny character. Isn't that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that the Rock for president. I'm, I'm just liking the fact oh, that a lot of these old these new. Uh, like these action franchises aren't taking themselves seriously anymore because you, you just God. shouldn't. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ready Player One. Have you seen that yet? Nope. No? <laughs> I'm probably not going to see it. I don't want to see it. Kind of. Yeah, I don't have that of interest. It's like nostalgia is. Too... It's overrated at this point. Yeah, I'm nostalgia. I'm, I'm done with it. Like, so recently I finished playing Super Mario Odyssey. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to say it's probably the best Mario game. Like, mm-hmm. if you like Mario games ever, mm-hmm. platformers, uh, uh, just like any game in the in in the history of that franchise, mm-hmm. 
Mario Odyssey has a piece of it, yeah. and and it's it's super fun. There's like a couple of parts that are like tedious or whatever, but whatever. Mm-hmm. The nostalgia part of me wants to always say that Super Mario World mm-hmm. is the right. best Mario game because yeah. I love it. I I love it. I feel like it's a very complete game, especially for the era. It's got great music, great visuals, whatever. Mm-hmm. Odyssey beats the shit out of it. It yeah. does, but that's the problem with nostalgia. Yeah, I want to say that like World is the best. No. Well, no. Odyssey is the Odyssey is the best. World is the one I happen to like. Yeah, I think Ready Player One, like the the, the whole concept behind it is just kind of like nostalgia as like a backdrop thing, as like set dressing. It is. So it's not doesn't. It's not like it it, it, it needs to hit. Yeah, but it's like I I don't want to watch a movie where it's just like oh I get that reference I get that reference I get that reference you know it's like whatever yeah. like you don't have to be like I I know like, that Gundam like, yeah, I know I, like that game that mm. it's from the movie is good though from what I hear but okay. it's like like I'll watch it once it comes out on Netflix or something. I honestly think it might it, it might have busted like no, I, I don't, like, I like it, didn't, it, didn't. it didn't but I like pre. The movie actually coming out, I was like, oh, okay. I felt like there was a good chance that it might actually suck butt. Yeah, I think my worry would be like it, like you said earlier, it's kind of more of back of a backdrop to what was happening in the story. But yeah. then I, well, I haven't seen the movie, but I, it, I kind of worried that they were they would like exploit of, the whole nostalgia thing yeah. and kind of shove it in your face. It just more ends so. up distracting you. Know what I mean, yeah. it's like, but I mean, when I see that, it's like, oh. It's a Gundam, and it's on the big screen on an American movie. So where the hell is my actual Gundam, Gundam movie, movie, right? Or it's yeah. like, oh, it's Tracer it from is. Overwatch. Where's where the hell is my Tracer or my Overwatch movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, whatever, you know. I I don't really care either way for it. I feel like, um, sometimes like referencing things is fine but there's not really a large a large basis for like like most people don't probably haven't read the book right i haven't read the book but i'm just saying like there's not that movie is not carried by references and nostalgia it is augmented by it which is nice Mm -hmm. because like if it was if it only relied on nostalgia you'd hear about it and it would like i said i think it would have shit the bed at that point oh but sorry go on yeah sorry it's just that like um there there's a real issue with basically our the age of internet that we live in now mm-hmm. that is like nostalgia factor is like such a prime uh market um, market to yeah. exploit yeah speaking of nostalgia uh the solo trailer comes out today and it actually might just be out right now if you want to check do you want to check Sure, I'll take a look. Yeah, okay. <laughs> solo trailer? Yeah, for for Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, color me like you know, optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, initially, I was super skeptical about this movie, but like, you know, after seeing some of the reviews and like all that, it, it's looking a little better. I think. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think it was ever gonna be like the worst. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the holiday. <laughs> yeah. I think it's still uh, uh, the teaser, not the official trailer yet. So, so it, it should it should be just like a couple hours old, if or like if that. February fifth. Yeah. Okay. Really it's not out yet. It's okay. not out yet. It's not out yet. But like, I was hoping that it would be out by the time we did this. So, but yeah, like there was a teaser yesterday that was teasing it. Now, the thing is about that though is that like it's nostalgia, yeah, because it's Star Wars, but mm-hmm. it's like telling an original story using the elements of the universe already established. Sure. Right? Yeah. Which I think is cool. And I, I think like I'm finally coming around to the idea of a Han Solo movie. Because just like it looks like it's got its own identity. You were always gonna watch it. I was always going to. <laughs> I was always going That's to. Me. Totally real. It's, but it's just a bonus if it's good. It, yeah, exactly. It's a question of if, yeah. is it good or not. Because like I walked away from Rogue One initially feeling great about it, and then later on being like, this is actually not that great. But okay. you know, Did you, how many times would you say on average that you've watched the new movies each? Uh, Force Awakens, I've seen like th- like four times. Okay. Like, I saw it, like, three times in theaters, once on DVD. Actually, yeah, so way more than four times. Last Jedi, I've seen twice. That's it. Just so would you say, like, the average is about three times per new movie so far? Yeah. I'd say like, so. like including Rogue One? Rogue One I've seen once. So I think your average still works out to be about three. Sure, yeah. Like, I I really like Force Awakens just because, yeah, it retreads old, like, you know, old ground and all that, but it, it's a watchable movie. It's a fun movie, right? Sure. Versus Last Jedi is a little too heavy to rewatch all the time. So yeah, okay. so much content. No, it's that's not content. It's just like it's they they. Uh, it was kind of feeling like, of it. Yeah, the feeling of it can can only be replicated once, you know. But it's, it's like true. Yeah. But there's like there's hidden depths that movie, just like Empire Strikes Back. But you you've got to like 
let it. You got to be Alfred long. level Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to dig deep, you have to have stuff. an IQ of a, like two hundred to actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. Uh, Rick and Morty. You know what? Ing- ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you if you. I don't understand why that movie is so divisive. Still, I just don't get it. Still, like it's if you hate it, shut up. You know, if you like it, <laughs> okay. shut up. If you like it, shut up. Just you hate nobody it, shut up. speak about it ever. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, no hype ever. Just no. be like, hey, did you see that movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm just like sick of hearing about it. You know, mm. like it's fair. It's it's another Star Wars movie, and like Star Wars movies always take a couple of years before like we agree or disagree whether or not they're amazing. Or I feel bad like or Solo could have been. I think like I'm not saying that they're not going to make other uh, other one other origin type movies yep. um of solo characters mm-hmm. uh pun uh, <laughs> but I feel like I don't know if Solo is the one I would have gone for. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, there's a story to sell there, right? And plus, yeah. we get Don Glover as Idol Calrissian, so I mean, that's a Ooh. that's a cherry on top. And we get oh, speaking of Don Glover mm. and also space movies. Yeah. So actually, my internet died for a few days. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It was real sad. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to tether my phone, which Rip. is thankfully yeah. ten gigs of data, so yeah. I can okay. survive for a little bit. But I ended up just like instead of streaming YouTube and whatever, um, I just started watching like some of the backlog movies I had. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Martian? I watched Martian. So good. It's actually it's a really so entertaining look at it. It's there's some the science is okay up until about the last half. Then no, things, it's it's actually pretty accurate for the majority. I, 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 no, no, no. It's is not it, that. No, no. It's not yeah. the accuracy. It's not. Sorry. I'm when I say the science, I didn't mean the accuracy of the science. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, some of the convenient plot. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, it it becomes a uh, uh, yeah. It becomes convenient later on. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. They're just trying to wrap up. And it's to tell a story, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. But it was a really, really fun movie. And then I don't know. I just had space movies to watch, I guess, mm-hmm. because Matt Damon's in it, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember the female that I'm talking. Uh, the woman. Her that, name. Yeah. Uh, the 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 commander. Oh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I was like, yeah, was Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And then I just happened to watch Interstellar after. Mm. And I was like, I was like, huh, you're both in this movie, like again. But I yeah. know, I know, Interstellar came out first. That is a very heady movie to me. Interstellar? No, I, I, I thought it was an oversimplification of, a, of like. It, uh, it, I felt like, like there's it was the a very, science isn't as sound in there. No, well, but they're also dealing with a lot of theoretical science as opposed yeah. to. Yeah. It's like, not. It's not about the the science. It's like it's a simple story, but that was blown up to be made extremely complex for no apparent reason. You know what I mean? I can see that. Like the, with the time dilation and all that, mm. it's a great narrative device. But I mean, like, um, like I I thought it was done better in other works. Like yeah. if you look at um, uh, Voices of a Distant Star. Ooh, yeah. Like, right? I think the other th- yeah. problem is that you just don't. I, I I didn't connect very well with any of the characters. Agreed. Yeah, it's hard like, to connect with Brand, uh, like uh, who is a. Uh, uh, Anne Hathaway's character. Yeah, it's hard. Yes. It's kind of hard to oh. connect. I'm with. trying to remember like all these characters. Yeah, like, yeah sorry. I just I just watched. Yeah, it. because like I said, I don't really watch a lot of movies, and then sometimes I'll binge like old movies, yeah. older movies, mm-hmm. and like I, I watched I, Citizen Kane as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I thought Interstellar had a really cool message where it was like you know like love is a fundamental force in the universe yeah. to the point where it affects physics. I'm like that's that's cool. Like, that's cool. I like it was that. fun, oh, and then uh, near the end of it, I was like, okay, calm it down. There, yeah, I was Christopher Nolan. Oh, you just happened to you know be in this tesseract space that just happened to be this bookcase yeah. Yeah. yeah no I'll, and i was just kind of like mm, no like like i wanted some more i, I wanted some more randomness after digesting there. it for a little i i understood it i understood what he was going for because oh. like the, the but like i mean it was building up to that point and everyone was just like oh like you know it's such an abstract concept and it's like no it's not it's like just imagine if love was one of the four like fundamental forces of the universe yeah like he built a whole movie on that premise and it's mm-hmm. like it's so simple but it's like he, he made it complex i will know? say it at one point because i didn't think the movie was particularly complex i just like some yeah. of the concepts they were talking about yeah. but I, at one point i was super confused because when they land on the big planet mm-hmm. and uh 23 years go by yeah right and then they go back and um the other astronaut that's been waiting on the uh the space station slash thing is like he's aged of course right yeah and I was just like, I, but I was kind of, I've been kind of like working on Odafest stuff as well. That's kind of like background noise for me. So like he went, they went back, but I didn't really notice that they went back. Oh. So he just showed up all old and shit. And, and I was like, like, what happened what? to you? Yeah. Like, like who punched you through the time? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, he, yeah. the, the door opens and he's old as hell. And I'm like, 
Huh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just I, missed a fundamental yeah, part of this movie. <laughs> out of, out of, out of uh, the, the cool sci-fi movies that like came out, like I, I actually think The Martian was the best one because like yeah. that's such a realistic take on what would happen if someone was stranded. I wanted Mars, to read the book you know? first, but I got lazy. The book I heard, is I don't have. I heard the, I don't the book have it was like it. very. It, it's good, but it's hard to get into. Yeah, because it's more sciencey than and, the like movie really is. technical. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But like I, li- I like the movie because it is still like encompasses the spirit of the book where it's like making mm. science and math into a narrative yeah. plot point yeah. you know and it's like it actually like carries the narrative which is so cool as a site like as a sci-fi fan right it's yeah. like cool to see that yeah. uh we should probably thank her first sponsor yeah i was thinking this is exactly the same thing yeah. um so this episode is brought to you by uh casting call club mm-hmm. um We'll let you know a little bit about them. We haven't talked to them about them before. They've never sponsored us before. Mm-hmm. So listen up, guys. Want to learn what it takes to be a voice actor? Casting Call Club is the fastest growing voiceover website for online creators in the world. We have tens of thousands of new roles every month, and it's free to use for as long as you want. Most projects are community-driven, which makes the Casting Call Club the perfect place to learn, play, and work. Visit castingcall.club slash Odafest for more information. Awesome. Thank you again, Cast and Call Club. Um, it sounds like a really cool service for, again, anyone who really wants to learn a little bit more about the voice acting industry mm-hmm. um, and actually participate. It's one thing to learn about it, but you got to do you got to put yourself into practice. So it really sounds like um, a really great like community based project for you to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, OK. Yeah. OK. So uh, we're, we're done with weird stuff. Done with movies. <laughs> done with yeah, movies? I'm done with movies. OK, let's let's move on. to. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Do you want to talk games? I do want to talk games, but not a whole lot. Uh, I just thought there was some... The first thing that I saw that was kind of funny. Um, so Fortnite's been pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. It, it, yeah. got, big. <laughs> it, got, it got big. Uh, it, like, I still haven't played it, but I have, in fairness, I haven't really played a lot of games recently. So it, It's kind of really bizarre to see a game that isn't League of Legends break the top Twitch like spot, you know? That's true. It's really weird to see that. But it's, it, it's nice that, like League... It's accessible. It's accessible. Free. Well, I, I tend to accessible co- is a big thing. It is, but it, like some oversimplification isn't. I was kind of cool. Like PUBG was kind of cool because it was a technically Gritty. no, it was a technically like difficult game to get oh, okay. into. It was like very hard to master. Yeah. Right? Like, like that's oh, why I'm thinking about like when I call it like gritty. It's like it, yeah. it's it. So part of its charm, not that not all of its charm, but part of the charm was that PUBG lacked polish in yeah. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's also unforgiving. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and, I, and and I also watched fucking Battle Royale. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're just like this like is battle. living. The I like life. Battle Royale, yeah. um, but I like that shit. Uh, I have not played Fortnite yet, not because I like have an undying allegiance to PUBG or anything like yeah. that, but I it honestly just looks a little too cartoony for me. Well, yeah, the the Battle Royale mode, I call it. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Fisher Price PUBG. I was gonna call it like Agro Minecraft, Agro or Agro wow. Minecraft, Agro yeah. Minecraft. Agro Minecraft. Uh, one of the articles I was reading about like Fortnite and its popularity was pretty much just saying it's just PUBG and Minecraft shoved into one game. So it that's kind of very, is, but yeah. with, very um, accurate. But it's managed by by Epic Games, who has a very good track record of managing community based games. Right? Yeah. I mean, like their Unreal Tournament mm-hmm. reboot was mm-hmm. pretty good for what it was. I right? mean, you can't you can't argue that they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not they're not stumbling upon success. Yeah. I think. But I don't know. I just I just think that um, like it's it's kind of a it's kind of interesting that like PUBG came along. It was just this overnight sensation, right? But I think like people were more into like the whole sandboxy nature of it and like playing with friends nature of it yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like the whole concept of you're alone everything is working against you literally yeah. everything is working against you which is why i liked about it right it mm-hmm. was like but maybe you could argue that like PUBG is i think the the community for it is like getting too try hard like uh, not, they're not even yeah. getting too try they are too try hard yeah they are <laughs> and, and, and it's like it's, it's fine to win it's, it's fine to want to win yeah. but i think i think fortnite like when if i criticize it yeah for being cartoony, I have to compliment for it for being cartoony-ish because, like, I think it lends a certain element of gamesmanship almost mm. yeah. to the game. Like, instead of just being like, oh, yeah, I'm the ultimate badass. Yeah. Like, you know, well, uh, PUBG like was, balls of steel. PUBG was trying to be an eSport, which is, like, oh, okay. silly yeah. because the it game is survive. so freaking buggy. It can't survive as it an can. eSport. It's it not fun to the watch. For, no, the yeah. format is, yeah, it's yeah. so hard to watch as an eSport because imagine just, like... Imagine first of all having a hundred cameras, 
right? On, yeah. on, on players for one yeah. thing. Because you want to watch the players play. Yeah. You want to watch, if, if it was an esport, then you would assume that everyone's basically skilled. So you'd want to watch all of them play. And then you'd yeah. be like, well, he died in the first two minutes. Yeah. So, like, well, <laughs> that's the, the only reason I'm here. I guess luck. I'm going to leave. My question is, what happened to games where they were challenging, but they were, like, challenging for a reason, for the sole reason of, you know, like, personal satisfaction you know what i mean like like dark souls right you play that and it's like you conquer something you feel skilled yeah game, but it's right? the difference between it's the difference between multiplayer and single player games because it's like yeah but PUBG, i used to play yeah. i used to play counter-strike a lot yeah mm-hmm. counter-strike is still very competitive yeah. yeah uh i can't keep up with it anymore but it kind of it breeds that mindset of like yeah you know i uh, PUBG, it's about being yeah. better than other people as opposed to being better than the environment yeah i think know? but PUBG has that too right because since since it's so like open you yeah. you have to chalk up a lot of your losses to just sheer dumb luck oh yeah or like bad luck rather than your skill i right? once watched a video yeah. of these two guys rolling around on a motorbike uh one guy was in a sidecar on the motorbike yeah and they fell from a hill they 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 they, they, they drove off a hill i shouldn't say yeah. fell yeah but they drove off a hill and they landed right in the doorway of a building uh-huh Someone was exiting that building at the exact time. Yeah. He got landed on and died. Yeah, exactly. And I right? was just like, "My God, that's not even like, that's not even fair." You can't, you can't control for that, right? Yeah. So, like, that's that's why I'm just like, it's it's almost a PVE experience where there just happens to be other people on the server. It's true. Mm. You know that that's how I feel about PUBG. Yeah. And like, what I got out of the game was the personal satisfaction of knowing that oh, if this rifle has this range with this zeroing, I can hit yeah. this headshot from this far, right? And like that that's cool, right? Yeah. Sure. So, like on the on the technical aspect yeah. of it. But I think it's important to know that games should be a like generally yeah, speaking, even if they're competitive, they're a force for bringing people together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is why yeah. I think it was funny that uh, I found an article about basically yeah. how there was one jilted girlfriend who I don't know if an ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, this yeah. But basically, <laughs> she started a petition and many yeah, other yeah. people signed it about like Fortnite should be like banned <laughs> because it's too popular. And it takes up all my boyfriend's time. Girl, how would in you the, try playing Fortnite In the defense with your of boyfriend? that, it's kind of... She was also kind of joking, but also kind of not. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just not... I'm not saying you have to play the games that your significant other plays. Yeah, because like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sure like, as hell yeah. don't. Yeah. I, like, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Yeah. But there is no, it, there's no way that it should be like... It's not, it's not, it's not like your significant other is doing cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and oh, being like, like you know, it, it, it's just be mm-hmm. be with the person. Sometimes do the thing, and then be, you don't always you, have to. You, yeah, exactly. But like, you know, whatever happened to like open communication between couples? Yeah. No such thing. No such thing. <laughs> yeah, no, right? No, I don't know. It's like because me and Sarah sometimes would be just like, "Am I playing too many video games?" And she'll be like, "Yeah, but not today. You're okay with to play today." I'm like, "Okay, sure." And then some days she'll be like, "Can we hang out?" And I'm like. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm playing Titanfall. She's like, uh, I really want to hang out. I'm like, okay, I'll just quit Titanfall. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, why not, right? Like, your we'll, priorities are the correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, look, we we talk about when we have alone time and to, to enjoy the things we like, yeah. but we also talk about when we have together time, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, just work out that balance between two people. It's like, not hard. Um, Actually, yes, it is for some people, <laughs> but it's funny because, like, we have like an, uh, like a, like a opposite example in our, like, friend. Uh, circle, yeah. which is like Angelo and Dio, mm-hmm. where like Dio, like because Dio plays competitive Overwatch, mm-hmm. and she's left Angelo behind. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to Angelo about it. He's like, yeah, they're like SR is like a thousand plus above me, so we don't play anymore yeah. <laughs> together. Well, and like, like he still plays with other people, which is fine. And sometimes they'll still like, yeah, uh, play around on different little servers or whatever, mm-hmm. but definitely they don't get to play together anymore. I thought it was just that's uh, kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay they understand yeah like they understand each other yeah i like actively avoid games that my boyfriend plays because i just i don't like playing with other people and i don't like being competitive so i play single player games but he only plays multiplayer stuff yeah i don't know so but, like, i don't know i i think well i mean that's that's a fair difference right like sarah likes uh games that aren't like you know like tactile technical or mm-hmm. like you know dexterity yeah. based right sure like i really like titanfall right now because it feels like quick where it's like sure. you, need, you need to know how to slide hop you need to know how to like yeah, yeah, wall yeah, run you, properly. Little... you have to be like proficient and it's like you need yeah. to you need to lead your shots and like the you know like this this weapon has this spread so you need to know like what the the ttk is and all that yeah. right so it's like but sarah's just like i want to click and get a story 
You know? yeah. Do you think it's just like as a uh, like a hypothetical, I guess? But like, do you think it's harder to get your sig- like? Say you have a significant other that isn't super into games. Like it's not like they never played, but mm-hmm. wherever. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's harder to get them to play a single player game with you or a multiplayer game with you? Uh, it's easier for Sarah to get a, to play a single player game, definitely. And if it's a multiplayer game we're playing, then it has to be a co op, like, like couch co op. Yeah, and like, but like Jess, you're saying like you don't really play multiplayer, and Aaron. Yeah, because he exclusively plays. He, yeah, no, he likes. And that's fine. Like, people, I mean, that's yeah. kind of like the game that you want to play. Yeah. But if you were to involve your SO. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's better, like, well, like one, like one way or the other? Um, to, to if you're like, hey, I understand, like, you want to chill. I'm kind of just trying to play this game right now, but yeah. I still want to hang with you. Do you want to play together? Right? Like, I want to yeah. make this about us still, but I just, I kind of want to get through maybe this part or do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's better? One uh, I think if. If I'm the one who wants to play something, yeah. I'll and he's there, I'll kind of concede and be like, "Hey, we'll play." I'll like I'll either watch him play something and we'll talk about it while he's playing, or I'll play a multiplayer game with him. But if I like, I personally don't like people being around me when I'm playing games. So if he wants Why to be there, because I just want to like, stream. I just want to. Yeah, no, but like when I'm playing for myself, I'm playing because oh, like I want the story. Or yeah, because like okay. I'm playing for the story. Like, the games I play on stream, I've already played. I already okay. know generally what's happening. You but if I'm... I want to be, like, involved with the story in the game, so I don't want another person mm-hmm. distracting me. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, if, I'd be, like, the worst person because I'd be, like, yeah, that person's stupid. Yeah, no, I'd be, like, <laughs> shut like, the I hell up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I just... It's just different priorities between different people, though. I mean, like, you play for story. Like, yeah. I, if a game has no story, I do not care as long as it has good gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, versus other people yeah, cannot... I mean, like, versus other people cannot play a game if it does not have a story. Yeah. You know? So. I'm just saying, man. Like, going back, like Odyssey was the most recent game I finished. There's no story in Odyssey. Are you serious? But it's, yeah. just, it's fun as hell. It's running on, like, I would even play it, and I... Like I'm terrible at Mario. Like I played Sunshine You're bad at with platforms. him. I'm, I'm bad at games in general. But I was You're playing Sunshine general. You're with him, yeah. and I was enraged because I just couldn't do. I couldn't jump properly. Well, Sunshine is the most technically mm-hmm. challenging yeah. Mario. Thank game. you for justifying my terrible. Yeah, versus <laughs> but, like, like Odyssey's much more. It's still a game for children. I would still, but. yeah, I would still play Odyssey because it's yeah. just like once again the nostalgia, yeah, but also it's like fun, whimsical. It's so and easy it's so middle. Yeah, it's so middle ground. You know, it's very accessible. Yeah, it's incredibly accessible. Yeah. Um. Oh, hey, we, we weren't talking about movies anymore, but we, I put this out of order. We not, can we? Can we talk about? Can we not talk about anime? Can we talk more anime? I just uh, thought it was cool because uh, okay, it's just like <laughs> okay, really get away from Ghibli. Even though I don't, okay. I don't actually love Ghibli. I don't really watch all the movies. I haven't seen all the movies. I haven't seen I'd, all the movies. I've seen yeah. some of them. I don't okay. love all Ghibli movies, but um, there's like some like senior uh, developers or. Developers, developers. Uh, but, man, everything is a like game t- game mode. Uh, I like mean, creators, technically, they're call it. they're developing it technically. Yeah, uh, producers and, yeah. and and anything like that. Um, that used to work at Ghibli, but they work at a new company called Ponok. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing like a triple film release. Uh, they're like small anthologies. I think they're going to be like 15, 20 minutes each mm-hmm. kind of idea. Um, the whole series is called Modest Heroes. Um, there's three films, but like the, the thing about it is like this, like I'm, I'm just telling people maybe to check it out because I think it's going to be cool. I might even watch a couple just because like the style is still very much Ghibli, but I'm interested to see what the influences of, um, the other people in the new studio are going to be like, mm-hmm. um, cause there's going to be like, uh, like, like there's some really significant things. Like, um, there's a movie called Tomei Ningen, um, who, uh, like, like it's being part of like on the project is a guy named uh, Akihiro Yamashita, and he is uh, the animation director, or he was the animation director for Howl's Moving Castle, for example, right? So Mm -hmm. you know that, like, it's going to look pretty freaking amazing, right? Like, that's one thing that you're always going to notice that is, like, the quality of Ghibli is in the animation. I don't always love the story. I don't always love, even sometimes the music. Like, I hated Ponyo. My God. I didn't didn't finish it. (laughs) But, like... I think it's going to be interesting. Anyway, there's going to be three films. Uh, one's Kanini to Kanino. Uh, another one's called Samurai Egg. And the guy that worked on Samurai Egg worked on Grave of See, I'm just like, is that, is that going to be a happy one? <laughs> Samurai Egg. Yeah. I don't like, know, man. What's happening? And the other one is, yeah, Tomei Ningen. I think it's just going to be cool, mm-hmm. if anything else. It sounds experimental. Fair enough, yeah. Experimental is fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's, that's a genre of anime that hasn't really gotten a lot of love in recent years, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, for, like, Dead Leaves, that was kind of cool. But, like, I mean, 
I don't know. Like, I mean, you, the last really big one I can think of is maybe like Animatrix, kind of. Mm. No, that I, wasn't. I, Deadliest came after Animatrix. No, 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 not or, recently. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I meant like like more uh, exposure. Oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah. But uh, yeah, there was there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, uh, oh, there was the prequel to Blade Runner. Did you see that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. There was a little animated prequel to Blade Runner. I that was done by the Cowboy Bebop director. Yeah. I think that's. I think those are pretty Shinjiro. cool. But I, I, at this point in time, with the way that like media is being done, I don't think two D is going to grab as much attention at yeah. all anymore. Yeah, like, that's kind of sad. It's definitely not just like a dying art. I just it's not even going to get exposure mm. as much anymore unless you're in like Asia, basically. Because yeah. mm. even cartoons, man. I, I like I, I stumbled across like YTV recently. And it's all like three D cartoons. Really. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 2D animation just doesn't work anymore. Even, no. even then, it's, it's just, like very, it's harder to do. It's, it's very yeah. simple stuff, like, like, yeah. uh, My Little Pony and stuff. Like, that's yeah. all, basically, you can do that in Flash. It's CG. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all CG. Yeah, it's just like, oh. it's just like, move yeah. the studios and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, it's all, it's, uh, it's, we, uh, 2D animation is dying. Which is Little sad. wee part It is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else? We, I have so much stuff on here that's like totally random. There's yeah. a Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo that's permanent. That's the only thing that was like a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, something to go back to space. There's gonna there's a, there's a project called Aurora Station that's supposed to be like the Earth's first luxury space hotel, and reservations it, are nine point five million. I'm like, hey, it, on the script he's written and to show us it says only nine point five million 9.5. USD. <laughs> what a deal! Stay, so to be fair, that does sound hey for twelve reasonable. days. Twelve days, nine point five million yeah. USD. That's less that's than a million, million dollars. Day, less, right? less than a million, and it's all inclusive. Yeah, yeah because, it's all inclusive because you were gonna go out to get food and space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I, if it's not being done by Elon Musk <laughs> or like someone who's already super Jesus. into like that field, I mm-hmm. don't trust it. Let's just put it that way. Like you need to take baby steps when it comes to space travel and stuff well this so. is more like a low earth orbit kind of idea not oh, it doesn't okay. even matter it's like like you you need like i don't know what the hell is how disastrous would it be if you had this like project and basically i don't know it blew like, up not not like right blew up but like maybe it got hit by like debris and mm-hmm. stuff like that would be the death knell immediately for your yeah project. yeah because exactly right? because we don't have a we don't really have a way of like other than be like do not orbit in this space. <laughs> like, do not orbit in this space. There's path no way of protecting space. it, yeah. Yeah, there's no way to protect it. So it's like, I don't know, man. I, I think, as cool as I think it could, as I think it could be, even though it's not like I can afford it, mm-hmm. it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, actually. that's why I'm saying let the established people kind of tackle that, right? Because I think Elon Musk is also planning a space hotel or a moon hotel or something. Yeah. But it's like, I would trust his project way more because SpaceX is like way further than anyone else yeah. in terms of private I'm space. I'm okay life. with the Moon Hotel because I like the idea of just being on ground. Yeah, like it's it's stupid to say, well, like Jay, like the space is you know different from being on a terrestrial like yeah terrestrial yeah. body yeah. body, but it's like hmm. I don't know. I would feel more if I had the means to even get this reservation thing, but I would feel more <laughs> assured to be on a solid. Body, body, yeah. Than just floating in oh, space. Oh man, I'm just like, I, I think a space hotel is pretty cool as long as it's big enough and it feels like you're, you know, it, because in like, an actual hotel. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to feel necessarily that I'm just well, in space. I want to also feel like I'm in. Well, there's there's uh, a resort. There's a theory uh, amongst like you know like people who are you know speculating on this right where it's like you know if your building is big enough uh, or your your structure in space is big enough, then you won't feel like you're in space. Right, mm. and the ISS is barely scraping that. Where like you kind of forget you're in space, you're in a building, right? Yeah. And you yeah. because like your brain adjusts to like the the zero the surroundings, yeah, yeah. And, right, and yeah. stuff, right? But yeah. like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, this is the first step towards like my space colony Gundam dreams. Gosh, <laughs> the first step. You won't live long enough. To no, see I won't. No. I won't. Actually, or the second step even. Or well, actually, I don't know. Gundam is a really dark future of space colonization. That's so very that's, true. So maybe I, mean, I, maybe I don't. Yeah, want that life on yeah. Earth is pretty dark as it is yeah so who knows so really what's the difference yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gundam yeah original Gundam gets really dark speaking of kind yeah. of like darkness <laughs> okay I really like this one the thing that I want to talk about is like um brain uploading <laughs> oh, really, oh yeah so are we talking about futurism again yeah okay we're but, talking about futurism again okay, but I sure. think it's cool as fuck but 
Okay, so MIT, like the actual news article is that MIT severed ties with a company that wants to do uh, brain uploading. Like, you know, scan your brain into a, yeah. you know, into data, pure data, and just upload it to a server and be like, one day maybe you can restore it to either an organic brain or into some other kind of body, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Probably you don't have your consciousness. Your consciousness yeah. is not really so, part So of wait, it. okay, so the startup called Nectoma has raised more than $200,000 in deposits from people hoping they have their brains stored in an end-of-life procedures similar to physician-assisted suicide. So yeah, think of it as cryogenics, but only for your brain. Okay. Manner of speaking. So yeah. no, but this is like the difference here is that they're not waiting till you die. You have they they kill you and then like yeah, but if you yes. were dying, that'd be too risky to try to. Yeah, they're probably not going to be like, "Hey, child." Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm a healthily. I, I get oh, it, but I mean, perfectly healthy. I, like, like, I, I, just, I just think it's like okay. Well, you know what? It's uh, MIT is not touching it because it's an ethics nightmare. That's not that. Like, it's not so much the idea that science, they're against science. Is an ethic, I was going to say like the best. I think the best science is always ethics ethically yeah like, questionable uh no i, I don't like, know of the best science but mo- like science usually starts kind of sketchy yeah but checks and balances and all that right that's so why we like, have them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I'm, so. I'm, i hate to say it but i'm definitely the kind of person that leans more towards like the ends justify the means <laughs> no so, uh, yeah I'm, no, I'm no, not. No, 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 not always not always but like i'll lean towards it because at some point we restrict ourselves a little bit too much yes but based on based on like uh, societal, th- th- but this is a jump. Like we've barely. Yes, <laughs> I will say that this is one of the extremes that I don't really want to be like. Hey, child. Oh god. Bam. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna take it. Your- like, okay, <laughs> your sure. Now. But your I, data. Let's just put it this way, okay? Um, MIT severs ties, right? It's just because I I think they didn't feel that this private company startup had enough research going on or like competence going on to actually say, hey, where. You the know, truth is, is, we're not there yet. We're not yeah. there yet. We're, we're not ba- even close. Like, we, we barely even figure out how YouTube works, you know, <laughs> like with algorithms and machine uh, learning and yes. stuff, right? Like, yeah. we barely even know how that works, let alone the human brain, right? So, yeah. I don't know. It's like we can figure out how a single CGP Gray has a really good video on this. Mm. We can figure out how a single neuron works, but the whole is like yeah, trying to figure out how everything maps. Together. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> I just had a really stupid thought. I was like, can you do it for animals that maybe have like a less complicated brain first? Like, like because yeah. animal testing exists. Let's be real. Yeah, about, but right? that's where you want to start. No, but know? then I'm like. Can we put like a fish brain and like the fish mind into like a human body and see? What I think I think God. there was there was a thing where they could control roaches or something. They, you I've can, heard about that a yeah. little bit, mm. but or, I, I don't know if that's like I don't know if that's really like that's electrode uh, based. Okay, well it's they they, they found like pleasure centers or like you know stim- stimulant centers. I have pleasure to cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see my yeah. paper? Why? Would you like to see my research on no, pleasure but, but, and cockroaches? Oh, yeah, but, or, I, I forgot what type of animal it was. It was a very simple animal with. Hard, yeah, I think hard, you're right. Hard, like I've hardly, yeah, yeah. I hardly had a nervous system, right? But it's like, okay, if I if I electrically stimulate this part or this neuron, I yeah. can steer this cockroach in this direction because it is compelled to do so. Right? Similar to the cordyceps fungus that messes with the ant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is is that a similar principle? Yeah, the fungus, it's be. the fungus like messes with the ant, and I don't remember exactly how it takes control, but it like, oh, okay, messes yeah. with its neurons, and then the ant just is like, yeah. "Hey, I'm on this plant, come eat me, everybody!" Yeah, so yeah. it can like start the next yeah. part of the life cycle for the cordyceps. No, that is are you sure that's cordyceps? That's, that's another one because cord- it? Cord- no, it is. cordyceps Cordy- is a fungus that has yeah, no, no, there's the, different, there's the different types. Yeah. there's yeah. different types of cordyceps, but they oh, okay, all yeah. function very similarly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before we get into our next thing, because we're going to talk about that for a while, <laughs> I'd like to thank our next sponsor. I'd also thank, like to thank all of our sponsors forever <laughs> and for sticking with us <laughs> based it, on what we're going to be talking about. Yep. Um, thank you to the camera store <laughs> um, for sponsoring our program and our community and our event for the past several years. Um, we'll let you know a little bit more about them right now. The camera store loves Odafest and Odafest loves the camera store. It's the best place to shop for all your photography and video needs. We know how much work you've put into your cosplay, so make sure that you capture it with a great camera from the camera store. Not only do they have the best selection of gear to buy, they have an awesome rental program too. You can try cameras from Fuji, Sony, and Panasonic for up to three days for free from the camera store's rental department. Head over to thecamerastore.com for more information. Again, thank you so much to the camera store. Mm-hmm. Um, for providing all the services that they do. Thanks for selling me all film. The products. Thanks for selling me film. Yeah. And, and all the knowledge for... that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks right. for hosting beers and cameras. Yeah. So I can blow a lot of Alfred my will talk forever about camera store if they could. Oh, I could. Yeah, no. It's like, You well, should just get a part-time job there. They, they don't do part-time. I've asked. Oh, wow. Wow. You went deep You're like, can I, can I freelance? 
No, well, uh, I'll do it for exposure. Well, no, it, it makes sense though because like the thing is though, like everyone there is so freaking knowledgeable about everything yeah. in the mm-hmm. store, right? Like even if you're not a video person, yeah. they'll direct you to a video person or they'll they'll tell you what they know. And right? then they will have the video guy there. Yeah, right? so yeah. it's or like you're just a stills person but like, you know, you want to get into video, they'll they have like the perfect people to talk to mm-hmm. tell you about how to do that, right? But like that type of knowledge requires years of experience and yep. years of training. So it's like they, they don't they don't hire part timers because it like they wouldn't it would dilute the brand. Yeah, yeah basically. Fair I, at least I think it would. It, it, a little bit, but just, just because you uh, obviously aren't there. You're not physically there, so you yeah. learn, like, you're, you're, you're not as integrated into the whole, like, culture of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so before the ad read, we were talking about data. Is it time uh, to trigger it's all time? Okay. First <laughs> of all, we're triggering okay. Alfred. Second of all, he's, like, a little hangry. He told me he didn't eat before yeah. he came here. Third of all, he promised me that we're going to try and keep this lighthearted at the very least. We'll see how that works out. By the way, so I'm, we'll also, I'm also angry about the weather because like, I'm so fucking sick of su- uh, winter. But summer. <laughs> you know, summer. Like, I almost said summer. Yeah. This is but, our summer, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm so, summer. so sick of winter. So it's just like, yeah, it's like a double whammy of like, I'm pissed off about stuff. Yeah. So uh, there's been something pretty big in the news recently. Uh, some of it has to do with politics. I don't really want to get into that part. But just like the pure... Uh, kind of like incident yeah. that's kind of uh, been being talked about, which is like privacy issues and data mm-hmm. harvesting and the usage of that data and yeah. how it's been disseminated and for what to what end. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lo- the the primary one that's been really guilty of it right now is Facebook, which is not a surprise. Nope. Yeah. Uh, when you really think about it, because it's not even about like reading your terms of service or whatever. It's mm-hmm. about like. There's this thing that's going around basically like, guess what? Facebook is a free service. Do you know why it's a free service? Because you are the product. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like your data to use for ad sales and uh, basically how Facebook makes their money in the first place. It's why they give you Facebook to use, quote unquote, for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cambridge Analytica or Cam Anal. <laughs> sure. I've never heard of it like that. Thank you. Uh, it, like they did a lot of poli- they pulled a lot of political uh, data, data from yeah. yeah data analytics from uh, Facebook's user, but not technically like like they're they're rather they're debating the legality of it right now. What they said, thing. what they said was that this is the first time they have actually. And by the way, this firm. Uh, sp- explicitly gave all this data to actually like uh, they took all this data explicitly with the purpose of helping the, the Trump campaign. Yes. So they were they were finding out who is more liberal leaning, who is more conservative leaning, and they would div- give them targeted ads and targeted content information in general. Yeah. To to actually sway them to vote for Donald yeah. Trump. Right? Um. So yeah, basically, uh, and right now I like. I, on the document that I have, I wrote 50 million Facebook users. It actually has the, the numbers been fluctuating, uh, unfortunately, higher than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Facebook's uh, user base is something along the lines of yeah. like 2.3 billion and or something like by that. By the way, and they're saying it's up to that 2 billion number. Yeah. By the way, Facebook actually is quite transparent about this, about them taking your data and yes. targeting yeah, you with that's ads. True. They're actually quite transparent. But they, it. but the the problem is that they. They they have a term they they have an agreement with like anyone who makes like apps or uses the data yeah but they can't really control how they, precisely they, uh, yes. uh, and and that's the problem is because it's easy to attack the Facebook well, part the, of it. the thing is though this is what we call a precedent in law yes. right because like we have no idea we had no idea this was going to happen like this didn't happen during the Obama election right like like that we know of that we know of but like in terms of like you know targeted social media attacks and targeted social media like you know control over yeah. your, your content right like this has never happened right yes. because uh like i'm pretty sure that those same facebook apis that were abused for this election yeah. cycle weren't around during yeah. obama's election cycle right i mean a whole bunch of uh like it not surprisingly there's been some consequences of these uh, of yeah. this but like mm-hmm. the number one thing is like people like certain companies certain celebrities and things like that are getting off of facebook yep i personally have it's not gonna freaking help it's not really that's not really changing the 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 problem like at the core of it which is like basically how how is our data being used because like we can talk about um on a a lighter note is like amazon we talked about this before as well before we actually started the cast which is like you ever buy anything on amazon sure you have (laughs) what did you buy i bought 
I recently bought a nose hair trimmer because I'm getting old. <laughs> <I'm> getting old. <laughs> that's the most adult purchase I've ever made. It's just like I, I'm not saying you know like you bought a house. Sure, that's an adult purchase, but I bought yeah. I bought a nose hair trimmer because I am getting old. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's super useful, by the way. I would recommend it. Uh, I've only ever needed tweezers. Amazon. No, you think that, but it's such a better experience. (laughs) It's the difference between like shaving with an electric razor and a. Okay. Anyway, Anyway, get to the point of that. Amazon thinks that I collect. Uh, you no collect those are trimmers, right? That's all they want to sell me now. Oh, it's algorithms. Yeah, yeah, and and that's just that's part of it. I mean, like there are. You know, these companies employ so many people and so many resources yep. towards basically targeting mm-hmm. the consumer that okay. they're trying to sell to, right? So so here's the thing, right? Like I think a lot of people are just kind of brushing this off because they're yes. like, well it's easy to brush it off. Yeah, but keep in mind this is for political purposes rather than a commercial purpose. Right? Yes, it's not just yeah. about making it, money. It is, it's about it is about ruling the world. Getting someone yeah. into a political office where they have direct control over your lives. You yes. know, that's a little different. And it's interesting because like a lot of people are saying that, oh, okay, Cambridge Analytica, they're evil, blah blah blah. You know, they took money from the Russians, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, yeah, they did. But they also said we didn't know what we were doing was wrong. Right? Which, A, says a lot about the moral compass, but B, it's like, <laughs> you know, if I was in that situation, the first time ever in an election cycle where I can directly influence voters, and for years, people, like politicians yeah. have been trying to figure out ways... To do that in the first yeah. place. To do that in the first place, Yeah, because right? like, back when we were younger and before the internet, there was like robocalling, for example. Yeah, right? and, and robocalling and like, you know, just the fact that we have um, mainstream media and mainstream 24-7 news that leans different ways on the, the mm-hmm. political spectrum, oh. right? So it's like, you know, if you're a Republican, you're going to campaign on Fox. Yeah. This is how it is, right? If you're a Democrat, you're going to be giving MSNBC exclusive interviews. This sure. is how it is, right? Yeah. But this time it's like, and that's targeted already because you have a built-in audience. But this time you were finding your built-in audience and targeting mm-hmm. them that way. And, right? and and not even just that, but like in a way that you weren't really aware of. Because like, sure, like yeah. you can say like, I, uh, I don't watch TV. But yeah. if I were, then let's say I'm on like Fox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I'm not even thinking about the political side of it, but like, sure, like it's, it's, it's a right-leaning channel. Um, and that's it's kind of like you kind of subconsciously understand that, but you're on Facebook, which is like you're. I think you're more exposed in a way because you're not thinking about um, which, uh, like, like you understand well, that's an open platform. Let's yeah, call it, let's call it's it that an way, open right? platform, but you're not understanding that like there's inherent bias in everything mm-hmm. there, and yes. none of it is fact checked, right? Yeah. Because like you know, for for some reason, people have this faith in media where it's like because I watch something on the news, it has been fact checked, and yeah. like yeah. people need to stop doing that because it is not if only every day was april fools and you're as as skeptical (laughs) exactly right like that's what annoys me it's like okay if you look at something that okay if you're already in this mindset right and you're given this thing that says obama was an immigrant that is is like a secret muslim or whatever you're gonna believe it right because you're already in that mindset right yeah but then it's like because you're bombarded with this, then you you start to believe it. Yeah. Yes. Right. You start to integrate it into not only your politics but like your, your, your identity as well. Yeah. Right. So like that's that's a little different. Um, and it's it's interesting because like we it, when Facebook first came out, I was in high school. Right. And the idea of putting my personal information on the internet so other people can find me. Right. That was a really weird concept to me. Social media was foreign to me because it was like. It wasn't that bad because I thought like I felt like MSN Messenger and stuff like that, like messaging. Yeah, but at least I, I already like at least I knew those people in person for the most part, right? I suppose. Yeah, and like but Facebook, it was like <laughs> now I'm putting my date of birth, my address. Like that was there yeah. was there used to be a thing where you could put your address oh, yeah. on Facebook, yeah. right? My phone number, right? Like, the other the other day I was uh, like I I kind of get that I, I definitely get that and I got into something recently for that because I made like a I wanted to order food and I ordered it not online but by phone yeah and it's not like on the same scale but I was just like I, you know I just want this dinner can you like like I'll come pick it up blah 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 and they're like okay like what's your name makes sense your phone number makes sense right like like whatever they didn't ask me for my credit card information because I was just gonna pay there or whatever yeah but they asked me for my email. And I'm like, but what particular reason do you need my email? Yeah, right? exactly. Right. It's just it's it's one of those things where I almost always order everything online, yep. anyways. So mm-hmm. like for, on a phone, it was kind of jarring because yep. on at least in uh, online, 
I give you my email because at least I, I can get a receipt back this yeah. way. Yeah. But I don't, like I said, I'm going to go come pick the food yeah, up. See, you can, you, I'll pay you there. You will give me a receipt. Yeah. Why do you need my email? Yeah. If in person, like I always decline email receipts, right? Always. Yeah. Because like, and then keep in mind, they word it so that you, it feels like you can't refuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, can I get totally, your email? You can like, totally like, refuse. Yeah. I, or yeah. like I just need your email. And just say no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but anyways, like what's, what's so, what infuriates me, okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little angry here, is just that people don't, <laughs> it's this lack of education, right? It's this lack of critical thinking. Do, question everything you see on the internet. You have your own biases, but don't buy into them. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's like, like, it's like back when Wikipedia was get, it's just starting to get big and it was getting yeah. to be used as a resource for yeah. everything. Yeah. And it is getting used as a resource for everything. Yeah. But like that whole idea of like people started just citing Wikipedia yeah. as their source. Yeah. It's like, don't do that. Wikipedia tries real fucking hard. I will give them that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can't use them as a source. Don't yeah. use... Well, well, cite especially the, if cite it's not something yeah. you can like easily confirm. Right. Like yeah. if you just searched exactly. up what, whatever degree this yeah. thing is, no, I, then you would I, get I, it. I think it's great that Wikipedia exists and gives you baseline ideas. And yeah. I, I actually think people need to stop saying that, oh, you cited Wikipedia or like you read Wikipedia. Now you think everything. Now you think you yeah. know everything. Wikipedia is such a good way to get the general ideas. It is such and a they good, actually cite way. their resources when you put exactly. the Yeah, that too. They have exactly. such an extensive list. So, so because too. Wikipedia has citations and it, like that's, yeah. it's that whole like academic thinking that's yes. lacking. But you, you know just, I mean? but yeah, but people, I think it's part of it is just the fact the internet that information can get delivered to you so quickly, so directly yep. that we no longer think around the information that we're right. Reading. And it's mm-hmm. it's a skill that's lost. I think yeah. a lot of people like like adults who have never gone to university will never know how to do this. You know what I mean? Like who have never like been in an academic setting where they questioned every source. They look at every citation. They look at what because they were screwed. Yeah, because like if basically if you're not in university, yeah, like you, they kind of do it in high school if I remember correctly. But right, no one scrutinizes your sources so exactly. much as yeah. when you're in uni because nobody right. cares enough unless it's like yeah, like I'm writing a fucking like uh, two essay, right. a two page essay yeah. on like birds like a cardinal yeah you think like 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 the high school teacher really gives a fuck yeah and like the high school teacher is there to to see how you write and how you argue not so much the the factual stuff of your your argument right that that matters more in academia yeah so like it's and it's interesting to see that this has kind of like gone along with this upswing of anti-intellectualism too right Mm -hmm. where people are just like oh you hoity-toity university grad you think you know everything well you know what i work in the fields for this long right you think you can tell me how to live my life well it's like (laughs) well you know what like no i'm not telling you how to live your life but i have like you know i i can maybe speak to it right because i've read lots about it and sure you have the practical information but there's other things at play right so i don't know it's it's I'm just, this is like this, this like decline of how people like, like this decline of analyze like, and, how, and yeah, this, this yeah. important, it's almost like cooler to, to be, not fact check. To be, yeah, it's to be cooler to not thing. fact check. To just, yes, to just like <laughs> accept everything you see. Exactly. And it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of conservatives love saying liberals only think with their feelings. Okay. Look at conservatives. Look at how anti-intellectual the American right is right now. You know, and it's like it's oh, shitty everywhere. It's Let's shitty. Just, uh, every, every, every it's shitty it's garbage. Yeah. It's shitty everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, like it's 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 also like the these so called like you know intellectuals on the right are just not that at all. They're not intellectual at all, right? They're, they, it's a lot of mumbo jumbo, and like a lot of people. I think a lot. Of, I think it's gotten to the point where everyone. Wants to ha- wants to share their opinion on yeah. something, mm-hmm. but but it's not so much the factual like analysis or the 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 um or like how or like you know how well you state the, your, I, your position. I hate to okay okay, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out this way, uh, and I'm not saying that this is right. Yeah, I'm just gonna say in the field of popular opinion. Yeah. Facts don't mean that much. No, and that it we, just doesn't. That's what I was gonna say. Facts don't matter. Feelings yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's basically what it comes mm-hmm. down to. It just does. Like, uh, like, like you can you can be like yeah. you can be like, for example, like Obama is an American born in the in Hawaii, born in Hawaii and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> to, to 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 a whole lot of people. You know. Specifically in America, but maybe all across the world, in some regards, doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and you know, 
it just doesn't it doesn't take hold. See, um, and it, that's fine. But it's, it's interesting. But like you don't people don't own up to the fact that like you know I don't care about that. Right? People that will jump through hoops sure. to to come up with conspiracy theories saying. Obama's doing this sign, which is from this sect of Muslim yeah. of, of Islam, and it's like, <laughs> no, he's like, like he's just, waving hello. Just, <laughs> no, it's like just say you don't like the guy. Don't don't like yeah, this make is true. Like, don't attribute to, don't attribute yeah. like don't falsities. Veil, yeah, like don't veil your hatred. Yeah, and, 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 and then it's like because it, like you know you say facts don't matter, but then it's like facts matter until inconvenient, right? Yeah, yeah, but like that's that's what I'm saying. It's just so like, like you know if a fact is inconvenient to you, why not make up a new fact? Hence alternative facts, right? Sure. Like, which is why conspiracy theories on the rise now, right? Mm. Like, there's apparently a conspiracy theory that um, the current rise of leftist politics and the Democratic Party uh-huh. and stuff—they're controlled by Jews because Jews oh. were part. Oh. That's like old. That's, that's old. old. That's old as hell. <laughs> it's, it's old as hell, but it's a resurgence, right? Because yeah. now it's like called. It's under the like anti-Semitism now is called cultural Marxism because. Cultural Marxism was coined by the Frankfurt School in France. I need to get. Who I need to get all to, Jewish. Apparently. I need to talk to Sarah because uh, like I need she, Sarah to, to take you away from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Alfred. I do. Yeah. I'm not saying you're. I, I am definitely not saying that you're. <laughs> you're the, the 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 passion of which you talk about these subjects yeah. is not like, you know, like you're 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 generally a well informed person, and I know that you try to be mm-hmm. objective. My God, I need to like get you into more cameras or into more <laughs> we, like we games need you to step because away. like I'm afraid for you at some point. I'm no, like, I, I just, mean, I know that you find a like I, I I admire that you find it um sometimes, such a passionate subject. Yeah, though. sometimes I'm just but like, I think you go back. down in the rabbit hole pretty deep oh, yeah. sometimes because I because like yeah. we like just not as much of a rabbit hole as you think though. Keep in mind that's right? the worst part. <laughs> No, it's <laughs> that no. is the worst part. It's not the worst part, okay? Because no, like, it is because you're telling me that like it gets worse. That it's like this is. I think of it as a rabbit hole. You think of it as like uh, a, na- a a napping place like, in, a, in 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 the like field. a divot. Is what yeah, you're a divot. <laughs> a I'm napping like, place boy. in the field. No, yeah, okay. So my concern with this is that like again, look at how Donald Trump was elected, right? But like now you get people who are talking about this crap mainstream like on fox news or like on cnn and they, sure. they say it with a straight face and they, they they tell you that it is a fact that marxists are taking over the world and you like you're telling me to just be An- another know. truth another truth of popular opinion anything is a fact if you commit to it hard enough. yeah exactly right <laughs> like like what oh god i'm gonna godwin's law this uh what's the i think it was like a hitler quote i think it was a hitler quote which is like people believe any lie if you like if it's big enough, yeah, right, yeah, I it's, it's something it's, along it's either, those lines. It's either Mussolini or, or Hitler or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it it just <sighs> disturbs tough, right? it just so disturbs me that this is now a mainstream idea. Yeah, you know, uh, going back to like the whole data harvesting thing and what's like disturbing okay. is like, okay, <laughs> like, like no, no, just on <laughs> like on, on the whole, like a neutral platform, like a dating platform, essentially, yeah. like Grinder, yeah. it was in on this where like. Um, of course, you're gonna get like personal data if you're looking to date someone. You're yeah. gonna be like age, yeah. height, whatever. But um, you know, in the in the gay community, STDs are still like are are like a really um, big focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like to to mm-hmm. fight against like AIDS, for example. Yeah. And Grinder shared HIV status Holy. to their advertisers, Jeez. so that they I could wasn't target, aware so that, that they could target you'd have ooh, that. their yeah yeah. So it'd be like, hey, like well, grind, you, yeah. Well, like, well, I don't know. I don't use Grinder, obviously, but like, I wasn't I aware know. that you would use H, like, have an HIV status well, it's, on it's, your thing. It's important for uh, because, like, if an that, HIV yeah. negative partner and an HIV positive partner, like, no, like I, I the, understand why you would have it, sense, but right? yeah, but like to sell that information to your advertisers, yeah. that's fucked up. That's that's yeah. a violation of your privacy, like, privacy. privacy. Like, 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 like yeah. in in a way that's like. It's the same thing as disclosing but medical again, information of yeah. any kind. Again, it's people need to understand though. On the internet, a anything can be said, but also b there's also no right to privacy. Any any time you any even if you click that little box that says you have the right to privacy, you don't. Yes, you just don't. Really good example right now, and this came out even more recently. So actually, I don't have it on this document. So Google Chrome. Do you who uses Google Chrome? I use Chrome. Me. Yep. Yeah, like everyone like I know. Most people, yeah. Yeah. So new update on Google Chrome. Do you hear about it? No. No. So now Google Chrome, as part of the TOS and part of the program, they are now scanning your computer files in order to prevent part, uh, possibly malicious data mm-hmm. from breaking into Chrome. That is how they're phrasing it. Okay. 
It's a. It, we're talking. Basically, Google is now doing everything they can outside of being a operating system, which they do have, by the way. Yeah, Chrome OS. Of yeah. to to in order to literally just learn everything they can about you. Yeah, but they already do that. They already right. do that. But this is a slightly different extent because it's one thing to be like, I will subscribe to your thing, yeah. and here is like here's my usage of your thing mm-hmm. as opposed to this is the thing I use it on. This is like, see, at least they're telling you, at right? Least they're telling at least you. they're telling you because <laughs> Apple had like CIA backdoors for the longest time. And they didn't tell you Intel has CIA backdoors. Oh yeah. The Cause like, time. and the lock, uh, yeah, the lockouts for like yeah. any time a criminal activity was, uh, like happened on, and maybe an iPhone had yeah. reco- uh, mm-hmm. like recorded data for it. Uh-huh. Apple can't break like, uh, like the Apple is not willing to break that code for like yeah. the the Intel thing right yeah. like there was whole CPU cycles at the metal devoted to, to spying on you yeah right so I mean like hey like you can't avoid it unless you watchdogs unless Big brother yeah. is real <laughs> no yeah and he is and you can't do anything about it unless you literally cut yourself off of everything right so you are being spied sure. on at all times and, and even if you cut off you yourself do. from everything and you become a hermit in the mountains right that's what GPS satellite is for yeah exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should wrap up. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, it, it, it is a very what Orwellian, mm-hmm. Orwellian. Yeah. yeah, yep. People keep saying 1984 is coming. It's already here. Sorry, it was it was here ten years it was ago. Here ten years ago. <laughs> Fifteen years. God, ago, this, 20 so, years this ago. sounds like we're starting a conspiracy theorist podcast. <laughs> no. Well, it's not even. Oh, it's, not a consi- it. it's not a conspiracy theory. It's the truth of it. it is the, the truth, truth of it. It, is it was just like the tone of which you said it. <laughs> if you think, if you think your data is private, if you think I didn't yell that at gay frogs enough, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you think that anything of, that you do is like unknown in some way, it's it's not. No, exactly. It just can't be. Anyways, that was a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, we thank you for listening. Uh, again, we've made it to our fiftieth episode, and we wouldn't have been, have been able to do that without you guys. We wouldn't have. Been able to do that without our sponsors so thank you again to casting call club and the camera store um and if you like what we have to say sh- you know share us with your friends and family yeah. and whatever um like follow subscribe on all our platforms we have lots of different types of content now and yeah i'm jay and i'm gonna go get some food i think mm-hmm. me too <laughs> uh, i already ate but i'll watch you guys eat <laughs> that's that's the spirit. Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. Friendship. You should watch. Yeah. You should watch and learn How to our eat. eating habits. <laughs> <laughs>